This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's, uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Believers. I, I never said don't go to church. <laughs> but again, when you but when you give a Reddit laundry list of reasons not to, okay. uh-huh. to me that's... I never said you said don't go to church. I know you didn't say that. I listened to it. Go, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know the you know the thing. Uh, you want to get that started? That's lemon icing. Lemon icing smells like weed. <laughs> well, it is. It is. Man, it's been a long couple of weeks. Yeah, it has. Yeah, we, it has. we haven't recorded since like May. I don't think it's been three weeks, at least solid three weeks. Yeah, just because of different shit going on and everything. Yeah, doesn't get any easier. Um, last week was pretty. Pretty crazy for me. Father's Day was um, everything was super smooth, but it was still a lot of work that day. So, um, steak and eggs, right? Yeah, strip steak and eggs. Mm-hmm. It might be a little hard to light. So that is um, freeze dried cannabis. Is how they how they do it, and so when you grind it, like when it comes out of the grinder, it's like a very fine powder. Huh. Yeah. But it's smooth and easy smoking. Tastes like lemons to me. I think it's a little lower on the. Uh, I think it's like fourteen percent THC and a uh, and a little bit of CBD too. Let me see. Uh, it's got a lot of THCA. Yeah, it's definitely a pretty tight, pretty tight draw. Yeah, it's because it's such a fine powder when it. Yeah. After you, after you grind it, you sound weird. I do. I sound. I sound very robotic. That's that's better. Yeah, I was trying to. I'm trying to adjust your noise gate so it's not. So you're not. It doesn't cut out so much, but. Oh yeah. Well, welcome to give that some thought. I'm your host, Addison. <laughs> With me is uh, my partner, Matt. Well, even though we didn't record, we did see one another. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I recounted the story on the Hango Show, but I... Uh, Got into a little bit of a, um, a scrape. That's what they yeah. call it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got myself in a sticky situation. Bit of a scrape. Yeah. yeah. Bit of a gash mm. to the back of the head. Mm. Now, did you get stitches? No. No, I did not. So it wasn't bad enough for stitches. It just hit you hard enough to well, ring your bell real good. They didn't. The, the doctor didn't show up to give me stitches till like, I don't know, 12 hours after it happened. Yeah. 
So and it stopped bleeding. It had stopped bleeding. It scabbed up, and it was. He was like, "Oh, you're you're good. You don't need stitches. There's no open wound here." Yeah. Well, there you go. Probably saved yourself like four grand by by him saying just that. I have pretty good insurance. The whole ordeal, actually. Oh, do you? Lucky. Didn't cost me anything. Wow. There was no copay at the ER. With there's nothing with an ambulance. Nothing. Yeah, you might get an ambulance bill later on. I I might because those are separate sometimes. But yeah, so as far as that goes, um, yeah, actually the only money I had to spend was to get my my truck out. <laughs> yeah, and that's paid for because I had I had six hundred dollars, six hundred and thirty dollars coming to me from the Lucky Dog dinner that we did, mm-hmm. which is my part of the profit. Yeah, nice. And I said they divided it up like that. It gone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but you got your truck back. <laughs> I did. So. It only took three days, but I got my truck back. And uh and yeah, I yeah. And then for the whatever I, infection I got from being in the ER, mm. that cost me three fifty for the prescription. So Yeah. Staff. Possibly. You didn't get that monkey pox, did you? I haven't broken out in boils or had sex with men in the past three weeks, so as far as I know, I'm good. Now, now, now! I'm, I'm, I'm told we have to reserve our judgments. Why? They're faggots. Who cares? You know, <laughs> you know I, I said to somebody this week, uh, and I guess it was Sunday night. My mom was there. Aaron, you know, Aaron from over at, uh, well, from the inner circle, and mm-hmm. and I have the high ground. Was there, and I said, I, I, I think, I think, I think we're going to quit the show. Yeah. And they were like, "Oh, why?" Did you see that guy on Gab, dude? I think I sent you that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's that's concerning. Mm-hmm. That's a real problem. Yeah. Uh, when the when the machine is because I mean it, it's like I told a buddy because they're like, oh well, he said he said that we should kill faggots, and I'm like, well, first of all, I never saw that he said we should kill faggots. Yeah, he said gays deserve to die, which I, you know mean super mean mm-hmm. but i just feel like we've crossed the rubicon if we're arresting people for words yeah yeah so i'd seen that that article and i i had thought because the name of the county and the police was a little weird something and oh this is from the uk and yeah, you said georgia it to me. i think or I thought, I thought it was oregon it may have been oregon oregon sounds more like it would be oregon than- yeah and i didn't think anything of it because you know Whatever. No, it, it was in Oregon. I was like, oh, that's when I took a deeper look at it and actually watched that, you know, five-minute video. I didn't watch the whole video. I, I did. There wasn't anything. All they did was quote the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that gay people will burn in hell, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly think here's 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 why I think he was arrested. He had his son in in the video. That is why I didn't finish it. Because that put me off. I was just like, you know, whatever you got to say because because I mean, I believe what I believe and I I I straight from the Bible, you mm-hmm. know, but you know, like like my son or our kids rather, we really really um at all all costs really really try and avoid having him hear any of ron's messages 
Um, because it's, it's not, it's not, you know, a child, it's not, it's not really child appropriate. And I don't want the truth of what's in the word to even become, to become close to hate because that's not what it is. Yeah. And that's, that's, you know, why I do go to grace and because Ron makes that so clear. He's always like, you know, we, we love these people. We love, you know, and they, they have ministries for all that kind of stuff even. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're also not going to let go of the, let go of the truth. Yeah. The truth of the word that, you know, that, that behavior and that sin is an abomination. I think you should seriously consider not letting anyone else outside of your family teach your children anything. Oh, I, I pretty much don't. Like, well, and no, he said to me, we like, were talking about no chickens. Su- no Sunday school either. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they do go to, go to the kids church. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he said to me the other day while we were out talking about the chickens and he's like, cause you know, you can't really tell the sex of chickens until they're a certain age. Yeah. And so we were talking about some of them and he's like, well, it's either a boy or a girl. And I was like, that's right. It is. Because he's, he, I told a friend that the other day about the chickens. I was like, my son has, has more, has gotten more of an advanced understanding of, of biology mm-hmm. and the animal kingdom than probably most kids double his age at a, at a public school. Like just, just because well, of those no, chickens. No, he's, he's just, he's just na- learning naturally. Mm-hmm. Whereas, whereas the kids at public school are being indoctrinated. You want one more off of this? No, I'm good. Might be the last one. Yeah, I think that was the last one. But you know, you have indoctrination going on in schools, and and he's just learning naturally through nature, right? I mean, have you taught him anything about sex or biology? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Not, not you know specifically. It's just been from chickens. <coughs> but he said that the other day he saw the rooster hop on one of the hens, and he's like, "Well, he's trying to fertilize some eggs." I was like. Well, yeah, he is. <laughs> you know, but it's a very natural understanding of the whole process. Yeah. Which is funny because then as you watch that, well, he's not coming away with any sort of gender confusion or any idea of, you know, a mix up between what a what a boy and a girl is. Mm-hmm. No, the, the hens lay the eggs, <laughs> you know, and take care of the young. Like all, It's a very natural process. We don't have room for any of that. Faggotry. <laughs> Speaking of eggs, commercial eggs, twenty six cents a piece. Is that is that what we're up to now? Uh, as of today, um, year high was thirty three cents. Of, uh, ding ding, of course. Yes. Uh, so we're at uh, twenty six cents a piece for wholesale commercial eggs. Yeah. Still haven't seen any shortages. Chickens up. Yeah. Um. Funnily, funnily has, enough, I has I've some been, other stuff leveled out. Like like on your the stuff that you're ordering the stuff that you're saying yeah it's it's not it's not crazy but yeah um I'm courting a new food provider oh are you nice yeah and um, so the last time you did that you handed me a block of cheese when I got here <laughs> you're like hey I think you like that and then you gave me those capers dude those are so good and then yeah so I uh <laughs> I he brought me a list of their poultry line okay because they carry Buttonwood Farm poultry that I normally have to get from eat here, Mm. which is a like local conglomerate. 
that sources from local farms. And so anyway, I was looking through the prices and I'm like, damn, his prices for free range organic chicken right now right. is $10 a, a case, which is, four, which is 20 pounds, cheaper than what I can get from U.S. food. Yeah. A national carrier. Yeah. Well, those, those are the boys that are always, you know, got their finger in the prices. And those are the ones that are affected by the big industrial things that we see happening to the food supply. Yeah. So I'm, I'm seriously considering getting in with this company because they're a low to mid tier food service provider. Mm. Um, they come really fucking nuts. I hate this time of the year. I've got, I've got a ton of them at my place too. Yeah. And I hate them so much. And so, yeah, I'm considering going to them and I think I'm going to do it too. Cause I was to work yesterday. Um, it's supposed to be me, one other guy, and our dishwasher. He was 90 minutes late getting there, mm. the line cook. Didn't show up till 4.30, wasn't answering text messages. Did he have a, a valid excuse after he showed he up? His phone was dead. Hmm. But you work at the same time every Tuesday. Right. Every single Tuesday. Yeah. Like, you, I, he, you, It sounds like he just got some afternoon delight and pushed you off and was like, I'll get there when I get there. I think he just decided I'll get there when I get there. Mm. Um, man, I wish there wasn't a labor short labor shortage. It's, I, it's I rough f- because you can't. Yeah, I'd fire a couple motherfuckers so quick. Yeah, like today. <laughs> like I'd stop recording, and we I'd just go there and straight fire them right now. <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't because it's a labor shortage. Yeah. Anyway. So I tell everybody at work the name of my podcast is the Joe Rogan Experience. Exactly, because I want to be able to talk about work shit and how I some people I just I hate them so much they should be fired. How is my sister by the way? <laughs> she's she's fine. Yeah. Um. But but yeah. I, so I'm stressed about yesterday running around trying to get stuff done. Um, like three o'clock, I message my. My PFG guy. Hey, when's my what's the ETA on my truck? Because they know and they can get you that pretty info pretty quick. He was like, "Let me check." And then I get a phone call at four o'clock. At the same time, John, the owner, is rolling out meatballs for me. <laughs> the and, best part about making meatballs. <laughs> and my U.S. food rep, who was hanging out at the cigar lounge at the time, yeah, is on the salad station cutting fruit for a fruit display. <laughs> For the party, I, I well, need that's that nice day. of him. Yeah, no, there, no, yeah, exactly. Which is why he gets eighty percent of my business compared to the other guy I, ha- I have. Yeah. So then I, I'm because he's willing to hop on the line in a pinch. Yeah. <laughs> so my phone goes off. It's four o'clock. They're both back there. I put it on speaker. It's PFG. I'm like, yeah, what's up? He's like, so there was a problem yesterday. Um, I I put your order in and it seemed like it the system lost it. And the U.S. food guy just, just, just fucked. It starts fucking. He's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. yeah." Over there like, "Mm-hmm, yeah." yeah. I bet, I bet they fucking did. Because <laughs> he hate he wants he wants me to drop them and just go just with him. But yeah. there's some there's one thing I can't get from him. What is it? Duck. Mm. I can't get whole duck. Yeah. And he knows that, and I'm like, I've told him like I would I would give you all my business, but I cannot get can't whole, get the duck. Yeah, you can't get me duck on a regular basis. That's. That's kind of one of the, our signature dishes that we do. Yeah, from time to time. You yeah. know, there's not a ton of places in the area where you can go grab 30 ducks, get duck <laughs> yeah. on the menu, you know. Anyway, 
So yeah, I was like, all right, fine, whatever. Got through the day, and it was just it was a fucking stupid day yesterday. Yeah. To start start the day though, I had an hour. I had a ninety minute conversation with my boss mm. about how he's. And this is irritates the fuck out of me because I never would have said anything like this. Oh yeah, yeah. About Chef Philip mm-hmm. when I was as when I was his sous chef, but everybody in the kitchen apparently feels underappreciated. Mm. Now, have you and, not and, have and, you not been grabbing pizzas for the boys, Matt? You and, know, once a month. And morale is low. <laughs> uh, Father's Day, we had a full crew there on Father's Day because we had hundred covers for brunch. Yeah. So everybody gets there. We start doing stuff. I go over to, to the little liquor store that's right there. I grab everybody's favorite energy drink for everyone in the kitchen. And I'm like, well, here you go. Let's, here you go. All right, get ready. Let's rock, we're, yeah. We're about to rock. Let's go. And I'm like, okay, is that not a thank you? Is that an appreciation? Right. Like These guys. I wonder what the expectation is. There was a stash in the wine room hmm. that's a box of airplane shots. <laughs> yeah. Some of them sleeve, whole sleeves. Some just random. Yeah. I think you told me about this. They, and they were they were surplus and freebies over the years and things? Yeah. Yeah. And it's a box. And no one touches it except for my kitchen guys. And they know if they want. And they can go in there and take yeah. 10 of them yeah. at any time. Yeah. They can drink them after we're shut down for the evening. Right. Free Manhattans on the weekends. Mm. <laughs> as many smoke breaks as you want. I, I've, I've never said. I've had. I, I've never had to. Really, but I'm never like get off your phone. Yeah, because they're constantly on their phone, which is fine. I'm on my phone all the time too. Yeah, a lot of it's for work. Yeah, like I had eleven different text messages, text message threads going. Oh, with geez. eleven different people yesterday. Jeez, over I'm the course of three or four hours. Surprised I got a holy at all. You know, you know how I hate like yeah, texting and stuff. I hate calls too. Yeah, <laughs> I hate most communication with. On the phone between people. Yeah. That's why, like... That's why if we ever do anything serious, it's usually, like, a couple, two, three voice messages. Yeah. And why, like, like you'll send me a message, and I, I, you know... Yeah. I'm going to see it. Yeah. And that's and that's understood. I'm not... Yeah. I, may, I may not respond. It's just yeah. how I am. I'm, I apologize. It's not my special brand of autism. <laughs> but, yeah. It, and then, just, oh, my God, dude. Just the amount of... The amount of bullcrap. No, the privilege. Mm. Right, like, like audacity. Maybe no, it's, it's like another... okay. You don't feel uh, you feel underappreciated, right? And morale is low, and we know we we don't we can't have these people quit. But like, maybe show some respect for the job too. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe don't show up ten minutes every late every single every day. Shift. Every shift. Every, tw- 10, 20, 30 minutes late, 90 minutes late with no communication. Yeah. You know, and it's it's all the time. Yeah. Like, I have one person, I just know they're going to be 10, 15 minutes late every single day. Every shift. Yep. Yeah. It, that's how it was at Chick-fil-A, man. <clears throat> and it's like, okay, all right, I get that. I accept that about you. Right. But, but if you want me to appreciate you, like, maybe you show, time some, res- early. show some respect for the job. Yeah. That I've hired you to do to do, and I pay you very well, comparatively. Con- considering you know what's around, could you probably get more somewhere else? Sure, but for the job that you're asked to do, yeah, 
and the amount of pressure that I put on you. Mm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's rough. It's, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, add on to that, like, my two main guys, Mm -hmm. they both have the hots for the front of house manager. Mm. And they're both, like, are they are they tangling dicks over it though? Like yeah, a little bit. Uh, that's never. That's always a problem. It's always a problem, man. It hasn't. It hasn't been. It's not nothing blatant, but I know that they both like are annoyed with each other. Yeah. Every time, and that's the reason she gives one of the the other one attention. <laughs> man, it's yeah, ma'am. <laughs> I mean, their attitudes will change just if she like smiled at the other one. Yep. And and it's like it's yeah. And so so how do I? I can't have that conversation with her. Right. Because she'd be like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. I know you're not doing anything wrong. Right. But, like... Tailor the <clears throat> behavior a little bit? Well, no. It, no, it's not that. It's not that. I tell you what, this is why I love Sasha so much, who's our front of house manager at, at Rackhouse for a year and a half. Yeah. 15 months, so. The most important person to her in that kitchen was me. Mm-hmm. And everybody knew... They were second fiddle to me in, in her eyes. Right. And it's not, and it, it was mostly because we got along so well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I miss that. Yeah. Because it sets a precedent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that no, management's. The buck stops here. F- well, management's first priority is to management. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. We're a team at the top. It should be, yeah. And we, you know, we, there's us, and then there's everyone else. Yeah. You know? That's what it should be. Like, there's a club you're not in, and then, but when then, now, like, <laughs> I, I should I should just bitch about work, but I'm going <laughs> to, uh, one of my cooks mentioned. It's early, man. M- mentioned the other day. Second that half of the show, I'm, I'm going to hit you good. <laughs> she uh, or one of my cooks mentioned, man, it's really hot in here. May- think we turn the AC down because they know that we share the AC with the banquet room, right? And she's like, oh, okay. And she went and turned the fuck down. Mm. And I went out out, out there because I overheard it from the back. And I, she went and turned it down. I went out there. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, he wanted they asked me to turn it down. Like, he he doesn't. He can ask all he wants, right? But you don't turn it down for them. Like, if you want to turn it down for the kitchen, you ask me first. Right. And besides, because if you're taking cues from the kitchen, as far as that, like, you know, they'd have it set at 66. All you, I mean, I know I would, yeah. you know, working in the kitchen. But like, what, they, God. what they don't know is that it keeps, it won't sh- sh- shut off. Yeah. Because the kitchen's hot enough that it'll just run. Run. Yeah. And run and run and run and run and run. Yeah. Which it already does at a certain point anyways. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing at my house, dude. I'm playing I, like every every day. I look at the Ameren thing and I see where my usage is, and I'm like trying to tweak the air, like to where we're not sweating balls 24 seven. But you know, we're also not. We have a four hundred dollar you know energy bill. Yeah, and so I um the dance, and I hate it. <laughs> Thanks, Joe Biden. I uh, <laughs> but but what they don't know because they haven't worked there, right? But um at all compared to me is that we've had to replace two AC units for that space mm. because people kept t- turning it, trying to be like, oh, okay, let's get the kitchen like three or four degrees cooler. We'll just turn this down a little bit. Yeah. Down, 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 down. 
run, 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 burn right through it. And there's no way <laughs> that the air doesn't move in the kitchen well. It just gets sucked up in the hood or just goes up into the loft and it's just dead air everywhere. And there's nothing you can do about it but crack the door, yeah. the back door, turn on some fans, mm-hmm. and endure it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you can do. But they don't know that. <laughs> yeah. But if they just come, like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm, 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 I'm really, I'm, I'm. So then, with our conversation yesterday, yeah. Between me and John, just like a, it was a good conversation, uh, you know. I said a lot of things that I need really like he needed to know. He was also like, you need to stop putting so much pressure, pressure on yourself and put it, you know, have delegate more things. I'm Hmm. like, Oh, so you want me to give them more responsibility to do like more work to do. And he's like, well, no, they think you don't trust them. Ah, that's a different problem. Then if he knows that you're not like, like not like you don't trust them. like you don't give them any responsibilities. Mm-hmm. They don't have any input. Mm. Like, I don't get input. Right. They don't fucking give me like, hey, we maybe we could do this. Because I've done that with people in the past. Yeah. But there's just there's no input. Like, and I'll I, I'll, I'll be like, hey, come up with the feature. Hey, what do you think of this? Oh, I don't know. Mm. And it's just. It's like okay, you're either coming to me with no ideas, or when I give you a task, you you just don't seem like you want to do it, right? You know, like I had one cook who quit because she moved, but before that, she was like, I, "I'm just feeling unfulfilled," and I'm like, "Okay." She's like, "I just feel like like I could be more creative and help you with desserts." I'm like, "I told you four months ago, right? Come up with the dessert for me next week." Yeah, and then. Tuesday, I'm like, hey, do you have what are your ideas for a dessert this week? Oh, I don't know. Right. So if if I if I say, hey, come up with something and you don't do it, you don't at least have a couple ideas of stuff we could do, am I gonna give you anything in the future to fucking do? Or am I just gonna do it myself? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then half the people are they're not around when I'm I'm doing menu stuff. Because it's usually in the morning. Anyway, I'm I'm bitching about work. No one wants to hear this, but it's just <laughs> basically I'm a bad boss. <laughs> and I guess I'm also just stru- roasted, struggling with like the, the monotony of being a boss. Yeah, yeah. It's rough, man. There's there's a, there's a lot to it, like because it's the people. It's it's not even so much like you know can you come up with the dishes can, oh yeah can you get people there on time like mm-hmm. that that those are all you know semantics at a certain point yeah but when it comes to working the people mm-hmm. and avoiding even the idea that they're underappreciated or would have or, or under you know responsibility given or or that sort of thing like that's the real game that's that's because I mean it was Chick Fil A obviously but that's when I was really managing people and I didn't I had no clue about any of that like and and so that boss really my boss really took the time to like develop that in me and be like, it's the people, man. It's the people like you cannot, like it doesn't matter how many people are coming in on time and really what the numbers were at the end of the day, like unless your people are inspired by you. (laughs) And it was like, Oh shit. Okay. (laughs) Cause that sounds really hard and is (laughs) like, well, getting the team to follow. It's also like wanting 
the team to follow. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it, uh, there are certain people that a if I folks could, that would go. Yeah, if I could, they wouldn't work there anymore. So, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's just it's it's just rough. Yeah, it's just it's it's, it's real rough right now. And John was like. You know, it's not just back of house people too. So I'm, you know, front of house like you're un- unapproachable and this and that. And <laughs> okay, well, John, did you hit me with both barrels. Jeez. Um, okay, fine. Like I, I... <laughs> he, he was like, hey, you listen, like you do your job. Like you're not going anywhere. You are, you know, like a huge part of what we do here. But but here's the room for improvement. Yeah. No. Which is you could be. You could be everybody's buddy, and we could all just have fun and <laughs> hold hands and and just like be BFFs. Gay. Uh, yeah, you could. I got to start at what I, I I need to start adding people on Snapchat is what I have to do. Oh my! Well, I can't. <laughs> Gay. Hey, hey, let's snap each other. Okay, let's snap. Yeah. Um. It's it's just it's, it's like. Ugh. Yeah. And I told him, I told him this, well, this is kind of the main point, is that... Be more approachable, man. No, it's the privilege. <laughs> it's the expectation by the 25 and, and un, the 20 to 27 crowd mm-hmm. yeah. of my feelings come into play. Yeah. In everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a, it's a bizarre world living among a bunch of people that believe that. No, I... I and and the 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 most important thing about any situation is how I feel, how I about, feel about it. About it. Yep. And I'm like, I was talking to John. I'm like, look, John. <laughs> yeah. Do you know the appreciation mm. that I get from you? <laughs> it's on the first and the fifteenth when I open up my bank app. And hey, <laughs> Rackhouse deposit. There it is. I got paid. I got fucking paid. Yeah. I entered on, in, on into a contractual and consensual agreement with an employer. <laughs> To do a specific job, I do that job, and he pays me for it. And receive shekels. Yeah. Yeah. No. It, That's the whole reason for job. <laughs> it's not friends. Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not partners. It, it's not. It's not. Let's. I feel good about me. <laughs> Rackhouse doesn't make me fucking feel good at all. It's incredibly frustrating at times. In fact, most of the time. And painful. The people are idiots. A lot of. On a. On on frequent occasions, there are large amounts of idiocy that happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are egregious occurrences. Yeah. Of I'm a moron. Yeah. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Some of the time. It's like it's like when Jim and Pam are on their honeymoon. And Oscar says the coalition for reason is very weak. <laughs> I used to say that all the time when I was, I'd be like, the coalition for reason is very weak. <laughs> and I don't hate the people I work with. Like, yeah. don't, if you, if you see, if you work with me and you, you're listening now thinking he hates me. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. First of all, stop and go listen to the Joe Rogan experience. Yeah. Way you, better show. A hundred percent. Like, I don't hate the people I work with or no agenda, but as a boss, mm-hmm. it's, you don't know until you're in that seat. Yeah. And in that seat for a while, the, the doldrums, the mundane yeah. of it all. Mm-hmm. And I have people who do a great job for me and who I can trust 
I'm not in the kitchen right now. Yeah. It's at eight, I'm past eight. I mean, I haven't been in the kitchen for two hours. I was surprised when you were like, yeah, I'll be home at 730. I was like, all right. Because you had told me a couple days ago when we went up there on Sunday, or when I when I brought you that bucket. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, man, the hours are just really long. And so I was like, yeah, well, we record when we record. But Last week was um a long week. but Oh, how's that bucket coming along? You remember into bringing it in and out? And- about half full. Oh, nice. So That's pretty good. It's a lot of lettuce. Lettuce is fine. Um, I almost dumped some, some past, some not fresh salmon, <laughs> some like week old salmon. It wasn't quite to rancid or yeah. rotten, yeah, but it was definitely you could smell like this. You could you could have thrown that in there and then brought it tonight and stuff. Yeah, I mean they'd really like it, dude. Apparently, so get this, and you you have to hear this. I've told this to a handful of people after I saw it, and and I need you to know it as well. <laughs> so. YouTube's algorithm, as you know, the, the perfect algorithm, we all know it, um, suggested to me this um, guy, Justin Rhodes. I, I believe I'm actually subscribed. He's a huge YouTuber in this in the in the small family farm space, mm-hmm. right? Um, as a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, he is the guy, my wife's probably cringing listening to this because she's into all these people. I'm not. But if I'm not mistaken, he's a guy that took a year off with his family to go around the country in an RV. And just make content for his YouTube channel from local farms, like learning like what they do, what they like all all super small, you know, from mm. backyard farming to, but but smaller farms. And it recommended this thing: cut your chicken feed costs uh, by a hundred percent, or you know, ten, uh, twenty creative ways to cut your chicken feed by a hundred percent. And I was like, oh, pff, thank you, YouTube. And uh, so I'm watching it. And, and one of the, well, one of the suggestions too is, is the compost. So that's the, hence the bucket that, mm-hmm. that we're doing. Um, but one of the things get this <laughs> and I was like, okay. So it was like, they were back to back reasons. And he goes, the first one, he goes, he goes, you can feed them a carcass. He's like, if you shoot a varmint of some kind, a fox, a rabbit, whatever it is, just cut it open and your chickens will love it. So I'm like, Okay. But I'm on board. I get, you know, fresh dead meat. Like sure. it doesn't, they're chickens. It doesn't matter. And then he says, another thing that you can do with the carcass, and this is the next reason, is you take a five gallon bucket, drill a bunch of holes in it, you know, quarter, quarter inch maybe or eighth inch, you know, real, real, real small holes, and put the carcass in the bucket, put, put the lid on it, and hang it above where the chickens are. And as the meat begins to decay, the flies will come and lay eggs on it, and then they will grow a bunch of maggots, and then the maggots will slowly, obviously, feed on the carcass, because that's where they were laid, and then as they fall out of the bucket, and, and various other things, the chickens love to eat the maggots. So it's really like a self-sustaining like meat feeder to your chickens by putting this carcass in there and letting these maggots <laughs> roost on it and then drop down for them to eat just as a, as a steady thing. Yes, exactly. And I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> that I could, if I shoot a rabbit, I'll cut it open and I'll let him eat it. You know, a good way from the house, you know, do it, do it, you know, in, in, a, in a good way. But I'm, I'm not doing the, the maggot farm chicken feeder. <laughs> anyway, right, so you're okay with me giving you rotten <laughs> yes, meat. Exactly. Right, fine. Anyway, I'm struggling right, right now with, with what, like, just being a boss and uh i tell you what like there there are a lot of days mm. i just want to walk up to people and 
scream the n-word in their face <laughs> i don't yeah of course not of course not and i just i, I need them i wish there were a way for them to sh- for me to show them hmm. the rage and frustration mm-hmm. <laughs> and and weariness uh-huh of being a that boss. i have Without, like, making someone cry. <laughs> and I don't know how to do that. Because that's really what they need to do. Like, yeah. it's, I, don't, I don't think it's, it's, a matter, it's a matter of perspective on both ends. And I told John that. I think, I, and I, I think it's, yeah, maybe I need to have, throw out a few more attaboys and give people specific praise about yeah. things. And I do, I do need to, like, train more. Shut up. Train more because there are certain things in the kitchen only I know. Mm. There's... 30 different things. That's, Only I that's know. never good. It's not, but still <laughs> it's fuck really you. Not. It's still fuck you. That's my kitchen. So if you think you're going to get rid of me, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's some job security. Come and take it is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> my kitchen. Anyway. Um, yeah. It's, I, 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 I wish they could, they could understand because I think they, if they had a better perspective on what I, the job I do, mm. and what it really means to do, what it really involves, I think they would be like, "Oh shit, maybe okay. we should just leave them alone." Maybe, that, but that's a matter of perspective as well. It is, yeah, it is, and I am dealing with people with with people who seem to be having a schoolboy tiff over a thirty-year-old tattooed. Hmm. Probably not a virgin. Empty egg garden. <laughs> Everything is sex. Probably not a virgin. Oh my god, dude. <clears throat> well, I'm trying to be nice. You've, I, you've, you've I know he- how it is in restaurants. You've heard of the the term thousand yacht or thousand cock stare? <laughs> I assume. Gay. Hmm. Yes, I have. Okay, well then, there you go. Okay, yeah, understood. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah, and that's painful to watch. It is. Yeah, yeah, I, but you know, and, and let me re- and again reiterate: in case anybody I work with happens to be listening, you shouldn't be. <laughs> but if you are, again, I like the people I work with. Mm. They're good people. Mm. Okay. They are. It's just sometimes. That's all. Yeah. It always is. So what about the people you work with? <laughs> it's in my family. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I can't air that dirty laundry. Yeah. Never can. Uh, I'll probably cut this out. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. It's very true. So. But. So, ooh, got a bunch of potatoes from the garden. Yeah. They were amazing. Oh my gosh, they tasted so good. She's done like three meals with potatoes since then, and they're just, every one of them's delicious. She smashed it on Father's Day. She made me a ribeye steak, medium rare, mm-hmm. with uh, uh, rosemary and garlic. Mm-hmm. And then she made mashed potatoes with potatoes from the garden. Now, it, are uh, these like baby potatoes? Uh, so some of them, some of them were pretty good size, and then okay. some of them, some of them were smaller. Yeah. Yeah. 
But they were also three different, what are they, breeds, varieties? <laughs> three different varieties, I think, Variety. that we were eating. Yeah. And and one of them, she did say, she was like, oh, I wasn't supposed to pull this one because they'll get a lot bigger. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's the but point she, I was going to make. She's got, so she's got a bunch of bucket potatoes, which are the ones she pulled the other day that we ate. Mm-hmm. And then and then she's gonna do um she's gonna do some more in the buckets and then there are some in the garden that she's pulling up. Like this this is what she sent me on the way here. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, those are nice size. Yeah. There's there's different sizes. There's some smaller ones, but they're Yukons. And then the I guess those red ones, yeah. Yeah. Delicious though, dude. Oh my gosh. So good. Um because as long as you keep them in a Cool, dark place. Yeah. Like in my cellar. <laughs> Do you have a cellar? Basically, yeah. It's under, it's, it, 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 yeah, it basically is. Yeah, it's not the basement? No, it's, there's a, there's a room that's off to the basement. I don't even know if I've shown you this. It's off to the basement. And what's crazy is you can actually see a, a fracture of light, like between, mm-hmm. like, because it's like right under the front porch, basically, okay. is where it is. And it's a little thing, and there's a bunch of shelves in there. That's right. Man, I got the good stuff there. Do you, right. you guys use it? Oh yeah, that's where I got my my uh, rice, water, and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, we got a bunch so of stuff down there. potatoes will last for months. Yeah, as long as they don't have in fifty degrees and and no light. Yeah, that's what they want. Yeah, and they'll last for months and months and months. Yeah, uh, same with like radish, turnip, any of the roots, yeah. beets. Uh, and she's pulling up the garlic, just just the garlic scapes though. Because I guess you you cut those and then the garlic will grow more mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, Is she pickling? Not yet. No. Uh, mm. Yeah. We we're not, we don't have any zucchini or anything like that yet. Cucumbers or anything. You've got you've got potatoes. Pickled potato. Yeah. Do tell. You you have you have onions yet? Mm, I don't know if she's I don't know if she's got any onions. You got I mean you got the garlic right? Yeah. I mean there you go pickled garlic. <laughs> Nice. And then you just use it like you normally would. Yeah. Because you're going to add a little bit of acid to any dish that you do anyway. Right. So pickling a vegetable that you're going to use in a, know, recipe that- a recipe down the road isn't going to do anything really to harm it. Yeah. Um, if she gets onions, like julienne the onions, pickle them. Obviously pickles. You can do zucchini squash, okra. Yeah. Although the, the taste of like pickled okra is not that, it's it's real slimy. Like real slimy. Yeah. Um <laughs> pickled okra. Actually that gave me a thought. Yeah. Yeah, I do like Do you um, need to get on Pinterest and look up? <laughs> no, but like what if you did like like okra oysters? Like you pickle you pick because it you pickle okra and you pull like three or four pieces of it out that's been been cut up. Right. And you've got like the same consistency of, as an oyster in so far it's as that slimy. Yeah. 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 Mm. So you could do like like hot sauce on pickled okra mm. and put it on like a little, little ramekin huh. with some sea salt. And you do it like interesting. And uh, yeah, maybe some fresh chopped garlic and some like parsley on top of that too. Hmm. I'd eat it. it sounds with good. a little hot sauce and like some olive oil. Mm. And then just. Right down the hatch. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's actually a good idea. I might fuck with that tomorrow. <laughs> or next time I get okra, when I get when I start getting okra, and I might fuck with that. 
Yeah. But you can you can pickle so many things. You can pickle all the thing, all the fucking things. Yeah. Uh, and then that's gonna last you indefinitely. I should get cabbage today. I think you can pickle cabbage. <laughs> yeah, it's called sauerkraut, man. <laughs> it, there's a distinct difference. <laughs> yeah, there is because pickling something is is adding a, a brine. Mm. If you're doing a hot pickle, like you're adding hot brine onto something that it, then then sealing it and that preserves it as you because you have enough acidity in the vinegar and stuff like that. Um. Sauerkraut is you're letting cabbage ferment. Yeah, it's a fermentation. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why sauerkraut is part of the reason why sauerkraut is so good for you. Because it has a lot of cultures and things like that because mm-hmm. of, of the fermentation. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love sauerkraut. I love it so much. I just eat it by the forkful. Start, start, start fermenting it. Well, I have, I have uh, this, uh, I think the brand is called Bubby's sauerkraut that my mm-hmm. mom gave me. And because it's like really good sauerkraut. And it is it is really tasty, and it says on there that it has that it has a bunch of live cultures because it is somewhat fermented. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I should get her to try and make our own sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. You know, you need a big glass jar, and you just oh yeah, you, yeah. Put the shredded cabbage in, mm-hmm. and your in your ingredients, yeah, just like anything else. Hmm. We gotta try that. <laughs> Anyways. Oh yeah, and then I was sick for a week. That was fun. That yeah, that was true. It's been three weeks. Jeez, I quit nicotine completely. You mentioned that the other day. Entirely, yeah, yeah. Put put down the vape. Um, what it it <laughs> what's funny is because it's a hundred percent true. It's a hundred percent true. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, I was talking to Chris about this, and I told him I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to quit nicotine. And then he went in with like you know well I don't really buy you know about how nicotine on its own can be kind of good for you it can do can do, do a couple of things um, it'll help you poop and it's cigarettes that are bad oh it hundred percent does dude I was really constant but that that's been the thing that I've been battling it's the need to poop <laughs> dude well because like if you took a draw you know a nice big drag off of my e cig you would get a head rush even as a cigarette smoker. Oh, I know. Because yeah. it's because it's a concentrated form of nicotine. Oh, yeah. those, those nicotine salts. They absorb faster and they hit harder. They just do. Um, and you can take those anywhere, you know? So just, just chain vape all the time. Like just all the time. Um, and because your your brain is so addicted to just that dopamine spike, that's all it wants. And and yeah, with those nicotine salts, because it's so concentrated, like it is it was a I mean, the the first really Four days of, you know, afterwards were extreme brain fog. I mean, it was just, it was just like sometimes, sometimes my wife will catch me like sort of dozing off um, or gazing off rather, not, not, not dozing off, but, but just kind of staring off, um, you know, and then she'll be like, what are you thinking about? And then I can always tell her something, you know, or something, something, you know, cause usually that's what I do. I just kind of follow a thought for a second and blank mm-hmm. out. But, but, but like the, the four days after I quit that nicotine, Dude, I would do it and just be totally gone. Like she's like, "What were you thinking about?" And I was like, "Nothing, actually." <laughs> it was totally blank. <laughs> I mean, it would just it would just hit like a like a ton of bricks that's out of nowhere. Good. And then there were some triggers, you know. So like when I'm working at my desk, you know, that's when I used to I used to just sit there and vape, 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 work, work, work. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first time I tried to work after that, it was like it was like physically uncomfortable. <laughs> like uh, like sitting at my desk, I was like, "This is okay." I don't. I want some gum. Like it was like like I, it, it it's yeah it was bizarre. 
But uh, I think I'm over the worst. Um, there has been, I've been smoking a pipe. <laughs> yeah, because okay. uh, Jesse, actually, friend of the show, uh, and and uh, um, I forget the name of his podcast. Oh, the Love, the Love of Life podcast on Tripod. He he smokes a pipe every night, and he gave me one and mm-hmm. some pipe tobacco. This was several months ago. And I haven't, you know, I've smoked like one or two, you know, because it's not really necessarily my thing. Um, but yeah, because there's a little bit of nicotine in the pipe tobacco, that's kind of helped ease me out of it. Oh, that's well. good. Yeah, because and it, it still beats because that uh, that concentrated nicotine, man, that's in those jewels and stuff like that. That nicotine salt, like it really. I'm. I was. I. I. I told Chris this. Honestly, I'm quitting as a preparation for the collapse. That's what you mentioned to me as well. <laughs> because I don't want to. I don't want to have that extreme brain fog and have to get over the nicotine addiction. If if something happens, I want to be super sharp between the ears. It just you know. I, I think it's it, it's um, prudent to think like that. Yeah, you know, because who knows? Could be could be a very mostly peaceful summer. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things there's a lot there's a lot of things sort of teetering on the edge. Hungry, but mostly peaceful summer. Hungry, <laughs> hungry, but mostly peaceful. That's right. That's right. But hopefully not. Well, you know, Biden's gonna give us three months off the federal gas tax mm. so that'll help that extra 10 cents at the pump <laughs> i think it's 16 matt been, oh is it have, 16 cents a gallon ha, have some respect oh okay yeah that's how much that's how much the federal government has been shaving off yeah and watch the prices not actually drop at all no no yeah no. they'll just the, the middleman will just pick up the rest of the slack while the federal government takes 90 days off from an 18 cent per gallon tax it's ridiculous man like we're honestly <laughs> we're honestly under Zionist occupation and it's so blatantly obvious and they they, they can't see it they no, can't see it they can't and they'll still go back and forth with you and round and round about oh well you know we can vote them out you know make, make sure and get to the polls in 2024 because it's going to be a close one <laughs> like yeah kidding me right now uh, the event we had last night buy a few more bullets it's better in the banquet room was um a local politician mm, how nice for um board alderman now you have you have the opportunity man did you poison them you should no I, I wouldn't do that <laughs> like why waste why waste the time uh, um but yeah and what were his or her talking points um no trannies <laughs> Republican. Okay. Um, I actually talked to the the server who was there, was in the room with them mm. afterwards. Uh, there are Republicans. They want to reform government spending. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very nice. <laughs> uh, be better about and and more wise about what we spend our money on. Mm. Okay. Fiscal responsibility, if you will. Yes. Um. <laughs> They want to increase salary for public servants. Okay, perfect. Yeah, the local bureaucrats. So <laughs> yeah, the, the all alder- the homies. The alderman is 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 running on a platform of hey, give me more money when I'm alderman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, m- more uh, higher salaries for for cops. Okay, of course. Yeah, uh, more resources for them. Boys in blue. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, mm-hmm. buy them some more rifles. Yeah, and then neighborhood safety. <laughs> Well, the whole time, well, at the same time, you know, diversity is our strength. Uh-huh, yeah, of course. Oh. 
course. Yeah, man. It's, uh, I don't know. The election rhetoric has really like popped up, especially, you know, among like these right wing voices. And it's like, what precisely, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like they stole the last one. So uh, unless you're ready to, well, I want to say it, steal it even harder, (laughs) which you can't do. Right. You can't, you can't really steal harder than that. So a lot, a lot of Republicans at the end of the day, they do, they do have a, a moral compass. Mm. Do they adhere to it? Mm. Mm. Well, most decidedly not. But the leftist has no, no, no moral compass at all. There's no, there's no basis of belief. Therefore there cannot be, there can, can't be any moral. There is no moral good. Yeah. Or evil. <laughs> well, because there, there's no absolute Yeah, for the left. Which is why their party keeps getting pushed so far to the fringe. Yeah. The right's getting there too, but at least the the right has a moral that they will believe in and adhere to and say this is an absolute objective truth. Yeah. You know, whether that's God or guns <laughs> or, you know, the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, you know, I support our troops. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No matter how misguided it may be. I was having a conversation with somebody the other day, and we were talking about the upcoming Civil War. <laughs> and that I will be Missourian. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. No, we we got into a little bit of a debate because they said they're like you wouldn't believe the number of cops who are going to join our side. You know, like like the freedom fighters. To which, and my whole thing, I was like, I think you got that wrong, my dude. I think there's going to be some local sheriffs, like the ones who have already come out and said, "Oh, we're not enforcing any federal gun laws." You know, like that, that kind of municipal level of, of law enforcement Mm -hmm. that would go against the federal government, everybody else, like anywhere in the cities, no, they're going to, they're going to boots up for Zog, man. They, they, cause they can't fucking see outside of any of that bullshit either. I, I, but, but then we started, but then we started talking about the military and the same thing. And I said, I think there's a ton of people in the military who will do that. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes down to, they'll be like, no, I'm not, I'm sorry. You know, I, I love, I love my, my neighbors too much broadly speaking. And they were like, no, I think it's, I think it's the opposite. And I think the military is the one who would like, all those guys would go with Zog and it's the police who would turn away. So, so I pose that. What do you think of those two scenarios? And who do you think is going to, I think it's too, who do you think we'll get more guys out of? I think it's for the freedom fighters. The, the pot is, is coming to a boil too slowly. Ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I think you already have, I mean, <laughs> they arrest that one dude for just posting a video on Gab. Yeah, man. Yeah. There were, we now know, in Valdi, mm. the cops were, they breached the school. Mm-hmm. They were could hear the gunshots and children's screams. And didn't go in. And they waited for an hour in the hallways of the school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dozens and dozens of yeah. police officers who knew what the situation was and knew what was happening still obeyed the order to stand down. Mm-hmm. Not one of them stepped forward and be like, no, fuck this. I'll go in alone if no one's going to go. No, not one of them had the dared of- to disobey an order, even though they could hear children screaming and dying. And that was Texas. And it was in Texas. Yeah. Now, 
<laughs> if you believe like I do, <laughs> crisis actors, and yeah, and the whole yeah. thing is careful. Don't do. Go, don't get us Alex Jones, bro. Like we can't. I, I don't. I'm, I'm. We're not saying it's fake. <laughs> I think the although the shoes. Do you see the shoes? A little odd. Anyways, I think that the narrative we've been told is highly dubious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Why do you get? Why do you need an actor to back it up for you? Yeah. So. Yeah. I, anyway, and his um, smirk and his weird behavior during that thing. So I, it, it could be a staged event, mm. but if not, then those cops mm-hmm. knew what was happening and chose to obey orders. Yeah. Rather than try and stop it. So, yep. so that's my answer. <laughs> We're being boiled too slow. Do you think that that the cop would break their programming? Right. But the military programming is tough too. I, they're both programmed. So, you, do you think really think they're going to break their programming that says no, obey the order? Right. When the time comes. Some of some of some of them won't. Some of them will be like, no, I'm I'm there's a moral at I, stake here. Yeah. I um what is what's it called when you refuse to when you when you leave uh a- discharged AWOL? or a wall, yeah. Like I'm gonna go AWOL. Sorry, not doing it. Out of here, yeah. But but most won't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And if if like there was um, a guy who wrote um, OK Groomer or wrote Groomers on the on the uh, windows of a library. Yeah, that was doing Drag Queen Story Hour in the UK, right? No, here in the US. Oh, was it? And he's he got arrested. Yeah, nerdy looking motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he looked. at was kind of like, oh my. But he got arrested. Yeah. Now, writing graffiti on a lawn, on a on a library is not. It's not an effective way right. to make the argument at all. Right. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> what he did coupled with the fact of what he looked like, I think we're dealing with like a, a psychological operation, perhaps well, of some kind, just some mental illness um, spurred on by 4chan. Yeah. So I think that's a little, that's kind of dubious too, but she's like, The amount of, of idiots and morons who pop up around around these debates we have in America, yeah, whether it's on the left or the right, and and the the ones they who really are like computer programs. Get well, the ones who get put in the center of it, or at least the headline. Here's this guy did something on the far right, and it's like okay, but look at like look into the guy, like he's he's fucking nuts. Yeah. And that's a very small minority of the people. Same thing on the left. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh it's getting to be desperate times, but that's also, you know, that's also why I won't I'm you know, I don't know. I don't know cuz I I think about all the time, you know, where where's the line? Mm-hmm. Where do you where do you really have to stand up and say something and and, and do something? Um Yeah. Because they're really after the kids. <laughs> oh yeah, they. I mean, you have to be. That's the next step. Like, yeah, you have to. You have to make sure that because they did it in the 1960s with teenagers. In the 60s and 70s, the whole rebellion thing. It was rebel against your parents when you're like in college. Yeah. 
and then 80s, 90s skater culture, punk, golf culture, when you're when you're teenager, junior high. Yeah. And now it's rebel against your parents when you're five. Because <laughs> exactly. your teacher says that you're a girl. So you're a girl because you really want, like, you, you like your teacher. Your right. parents make you go to bed and eat your vegetables. <laughs> but your teacher does lets you, lets you color all day. Right. And play on a tablet. And she says you're a girl. So you're a girl. And if your parents say, no, 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 no. They're the bad ones. They're the bad ones. Like that one, like one case in, in California from a, it was a couple years, three, three or four years ago. But like 12-year-old girl mm. who's like, no, I'm a boy. And then the parents were like, no, you're not. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not. And she was like, no, I'm a girl. And she told the teacher this. The teacher then went to school counselor and principal that went then went to child protective services. Yeah, got the child taken away from the parents into foster care. Started transitioning them into a boy. Cut the tits off. Everything, all the thing else. Parents lose total custody. The child is now a ward of the state. Sixteen year old. And now the child is sixteen and blew her brains out. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But cases like that, no, no, those, those are those are outliers. No, yeah. it's not a mental illness. No, it's not the fact that children are being raised in the ninth fucking circle of hell mm-hmm. in public schools that's making them act like this and be so. No, you know, you your your child is not trans. Your student is not trans. They're abused. They're being abused. You, you yes, they're impressionable, and you're an abuser. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, the coalition for reason is very weak. <laughs> yes, that's my opinion on the matter. Yeah, I don't think that those teachers are evil. I don't think that they should be. There should be. They deserve death. I don't think that trans people are evil or deserve death. But I think that they're wrong. I think they're morally wrong, and um, philosophically wrong. Philosophically wrong, and I think that they've they've led an ideology. Um, subvert common sense mm-hmm. yeah so it's true don't wish them any harm just i think they're wrong and they've lost they've lost the plot when it comes to life <laughs> correct political choices ideologies worldviews probably the music they listen to <laughs> it's true the food that they eat uh dude i only listen to uh I only listen to classical music now. I don't know if I've told you that. You tell me this like every time we record. And hymns. Do it's, I? No, it's been like, it's been six straight months of this, of nothing but Vivaldi and no agenda. <laughs> this is what you listen to. <coughs> That's not true. Alan Jackson has two albums of hymns that uh-huh. I listen to, and they're great. I listened to a little, I listened to The Decemberist the other day. That's. Yeah. That's the. Is that, is that King, good enough for you? King is Dead. Yes. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's a great album. It's it's a fantastic album. Um. But yeah, that and then no TV. We haven't done any TV at all. At all. It's been off since December. Mm. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess. Mm. I guess people would say I'm crazy for sheltering my kids like that, but no, I don't know, man. You know, and maybe it won't always be that way. But. By goodness, well, as far as I'm concerned, well, there's well, there's a gay person on every screen just waiting to jump out and have my kids. As long as that kind of thing's going on, yeah, I'm just gonna, just, you know, we'll be fine without that. We've, we've got just go play with some chickens. And you know? when they eventually get 
exposed to those people, they're going to be like, wait, what? You're fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> because it won't have been normalized. That exactly. clip you sent of the Andy Griffith show mm. was, I mean, that's, that's pretty much what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't let your kids interact with just whomever. Mm-hmm. You can't let your kids just make choices for themselves because they're going to go after the shiniest choice. They're not going, they don't have the, and there's com- no compass. Yeah. The capacity. Yeah. To say, no, that's wrong. And I know here's how it's going to end up mm-hmm. if I, if I do that. And they're incredibly, you know, like the, the the last part of it, you know, where the hobo's like, well, I guess I'll move on. No harm done. And he's like, no, no, I'm going to have to spend. The harm has been done. It's been done. I'm going to have to spend time teaching him why you're wrong. Yeah. Without any life lessons of his experience of his own to teach him the way it's, it's supposed to be. Yeah. And he's going to fight me on it. And now, you know, it's going to, it's going to take a while before like he realizes that I'm right. Yeah. And so that's that's why it's so dangerous when you let other people take care of your kids and teach your kids, specifically mm-hmm. teach your kids, right? Yeah. Because there's, there's a pedestal there. Like you're giving them as an, a specific authority. Right. And you're, your you're telling them that you're going to this person in order to be educated. So they're even more of a sponge to the things that that person has yes, to well, say. It's a specific authority that that person has that you don't as a parent. Yeah. Which is kind of... Maybe the point I need to make to my front house manager is like, <laughs> when you come to my cooks about something that you should be coming to me about, it's a subversion of my authority. Right. You know? And also, they have an issue with which one you ask. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. The simp can be real, bro. <laughs> you just can't. And it's just, it's not like, just like I don't I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. But I don't, I don't know, man. Why would you uh, I don't know I want to go there. Because I don't mean it, but at the same time, like it's so frustrating. It's like wasting especially as a fat ugly guy, I'm telling you. <laughs> like I know any deposit I make right. of attention into a woman's like her attention bank. Right. Like I get no return on investment at all. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> like, there's nothing coming back to me. Like, yes, it's the interaction you're having with the bank teller. How are you? How was your day? Right. You're, oh, that's very, I like your car. Yeah. Have a good day. Thanks for using central bank for uh, savings and loan. Right. It's like any attention I put into a female's like attention bank. Yeah. Like that's what I'm getting. And it's it, okay. Fine. It's yeah, that that's nice for that. But as moment. far as return on investment, I was like, hey, favor she would do for me, not not sexual, yeah, but just like Any, you know, yeah, no, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do I do? I just, just do me. I yeah. have pl- I have political waifus. That's what I have. <laughs> <clears throat> I have a new one, by the way. Oh, is it? I've, who is it? I've moved on from. I know who from, it is. I've moved on from Lauren Bobert. <laughs> oh God. I didn't realize she was one of... She's so gross. She's so cute, though. She's so gross. She really is, man. She It's like... She's just a gross person. Oh, no. She's shady as shit. Like, no. She's she's trashy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. She's pure trash. Oh, she's so hot. Anyway. Well... Bubba Kate. Bubba Kate? Who is this? Bubba Kate? I sent you a video of Bubba Kate today. 
Oh, did you? Yeah. Ah. Uh, was that British British lady? Yeah, I didn't realize. Okay, so who Her, is that? So she's got <laughs> she's she has a she's famous uh, for having a Telegram channel called Bubba Kate versus the State. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. And she talks about like how basically white replacement theory <laughs> is, is real. Yeah. Bubba Kate versus the state. Over 2,000 years ago, our people were building this. She's in a European city. It was supposed to be equal to people less than a century ago who were still living in mud huts. She sends voice messages too? Oh, while I've been away on holiday, I've received an important email and I can't tell you the details of it because, um, well, it, there's a confidentiality clause at this point in time. But uh, put it this way, it was a great birthday present for myself. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bring on the 30th when I can start talking. Huh. Um, but her name is Kate Paris and she, she posts as Bubba Kate versus the state. That... Uh... Yeah, that voice, man. I don't, I don't know about that. I'm oh, gonna... I, I like it. I dig it. Do you? All right. Well, she's right. cute. She's cute too. She's she's not an ugly lady. Yeah, she uh, is. <laughs> oh yeah, I gave her a follow. <laughs> it's, it's like a good channel. No, she got some some decent memes. Uh, a good mix of news memes, and she kind of blogs as and, well. Yes, her own like mini See, mini blog, and and I, she doesn't overdo it with like. 50 things a day. Yeah. Five to 10 a day. Yeah. You know? So you don't, and yeah, because that's the problem with some of those channels that do that same thing. Um, and it looks like she gets in the comments too, which I, uh, she is does. another thing that I like. Yeah, she does. See, like that's, those are the best kind of channels, man. That, those are why I paid for Telegram Premium. I, <laughs> because a lot of this stuff you will see other places. It looks like she follows Red Ice TV. Um, which she shares from time to time. Patriotic alternative. Yeah, see, I don't I don't even mind the forwards if they're on your if they're on, you know, the radar of things that she talks about, but I like to have stuff that is just stuff that she's posting. You know, like these little blogs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Publicate versus estate. So that's the new one, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. God, I've been considering Lauren, Lauren Bobert and Kaylee and AOC. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm I'm moving better and better um, as I go. Not uh, 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 what what what's her nuts? Um, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene? No, <laughs> no, she's not hot. She's got to be attractive. Okay, well, she's in this. I mean, you you got. Lauren Boebert in there, dude. I think she's hot. And you're, and you're gonna say, "Oh, Mar Marjorie Taylor Green isn't hot, but Lauren Boebert is." Yeah, you, you can I do. look me in the eye and stand on that. Is yes. It? Okay. I think Jen Psaki's you're, hot. You're, you're I think, wrong. I think you're Jen Psaki's more attractive than Marjorie Taylor Green. Um, I don't know, but it's in that level. I think it's in that How, level. Lauren Boebert is much hotter Lauren than Boebert Jen Psaki. Looks like pure trash, man. I, it's a boner killer. I'm sorry. I hate to be, you know. Don't be rude. <laughs> you know, but like Lauren Boebert looks like pure trash to me. Like she looks like the kind of girl that you see and you're like, I I need to stay away from that because she's just attractive enough where you're going to make mistakes. 
and carry away lasting consequences. To be to be <laughs> to be as not rude as possible. No, Marjorie, I'm sorry. That's what she looks like. To Marjorie me. Taylor Green looks like an NPC from Oblivion. <laughs> well, so be it. She looks. She looks like she wants to sell me potions. Her and Jen Psaki are on the exact same level for me. I I think Marjorie Taylor Green and Jen Psaki exact same level. She and looks that's not she, great. That's like a seven on the best. She day. Marjorie Taylor Green looks like a fifty year old Joe Biden in drag. <laughs> Well, I don't. I mean, I think she's right there with with uh, Jen Psaki. I, I think they're right in that just over the the middle. Mm, no, you're wrong. Six most days, seven seven best day. Jen Psaki and, and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Lauren Boebert's like a four. I'm. I mean, you know. Come on, man. No, it's not. <laughs> she's not. And Jen Psaki know, is man. can be cute. Okay. Yeah. Marjorie Taylor Greene cannot. Cannot. I don't think so. Huh? <laughs> I mean, so be it. I I, I respect your opinion, e- even though it's wrong. <laughs> the problem with with a lot of these, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, is like you're only going to see bad pictures of her because that's all the press wants you to see. I mean, come on, man, Lauren Boebert. Yeah, pure trash, man. She it, she looks like a porn star, honestly. She looks like the porn star version of Sarah Palin, who already looked like a porn star, but still. I, I no, that's what I mean. That's and that look is kind of a turnoff. I, I'm not that. Uh, and, okay, okay, I can understand that. She's not ugly, but I can understand that. It just, it, it's just a look. It's just a look. Yeah. I mean, Marjorie Taylor Greene looks a bit weathered. <laughs> like I'll give you that, but yeah, I'd, I'd take that a thousand percent over over Lauren Boebert. Because, like I said, Lauren Boebert, you'd be like, you know, I'm I'm gonna leave with something. That I didn't have beforehand. <laughs> I wouldn't be, it'd be super rude, but I don't know. It's just me. Like her face, her facial structure is not tremendous, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that the the Lauren Boebert look is not something I'm looking. That's like because AOC flirts with that look a lot too. Yeah, she doesn't she doesn't get, come as close as Lauren Boebert does. And and plus, I just I love clips that people put together of AOC, either comparing her to Hitler. <laughs> um, as a matter of fact, why not? It's become a shitty clip show. <laughs> not shitty, but <laughs> you've seen. I, I'm pretty sure I've sent this to you. is that your entire identity your entire sense of self-worth is based classism racism misogyny is based the denigration of immigrants is based you are better than women and trans people. And so the answer to immigrants, to black communities, to Asian communities, to to native communities, to to non-white communities is nothing. Nothing they say matters, nothing they do matters. No actions in their life are to be taken seriously or have any material value. (laughs) Premisist. Is that your? Yeah. Great clip. Great clip. That's a good one. 
Um, <laughs> I thought I actually saved one today. <laughs> Another one of AOC that I hadn't seen before. Um, did I send you that me and the boys uh, early in the morning in the group chat? <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> I said that to my Jewish friend actually this morning at about eight this morning, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, it's "Me and you, bro." <laughs> uh, yes, I have a Jewish friend. I have a Jewish friend. He lives in um, he lives in Mexico actually. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, he sent me. He went to a wedding in Mexico like a week ago and it was in a beautiful church as you know, the, like those buildings are, as you can imagine, sure. you know, and he sent me all this and he goes, he says, he says, look at this, man. He's like, Mexicans are going to go to a wedding on a Saturday night in a church like this built to Christ himself. And then tomorrow they're going to go to a church in the morning. And he goes, what a beautiful ceremony. No faggots in sight. <laughs> My Jewish friend who lives in Mexico. Yeah. 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 Yeah, great guy. <laughs> Tremendous. Tremendous. He he is he is a wonderful guy. Um anyways, well, that's about 119, but Oh yeah. <coughs> hour 19, yeah. Oh, uh, with pauses. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the other number. Oh, that number. Yeah. That's how much time I got left. Oh, okay. We can go 7 hours if you want. <laughs> I'm good with 119. <laughs> yeah, I think that just about does it. Uh my Delta 8. By the way, so My Delta 8, um, a whole bunch of Pinnacle products, which are fantastic products, as uh-huh. you know, pens, carts, all that stuff, pre-rolls. Um, a bunch of the prices just came down. Okay. Quite a bit on some of the stuff. Some of the carts, some of the the pens did not come down, sadly. Um, but some of their other stuff did, some of the flour uh, and a couple other things. I was making some of those changes today. And um, Ebel CBD. Uh, people, are really, people are really liking the Ebels. Uh, I had, I had one guy order like, cause I did 50% off for father's day, which is mm-hmm. pretty, that's about as steep as I go, you know? Yeah. Um, um, but I gave, I gave, I did mother's day 50% off the first three subscription orders. So then father's day, I just said, well, here's a 50% off code. And then you prop, we probably won't see that low until like black Friday, <laughs> Cyber yeah. Monday. That's, it's a pretty, pretty steep discount. Uh, but yeah, man, when I when I do a discount like that, people are always like buying like four and five freeze gel at a time and shit like that because uh, they love it so much and it is expensive. I wish, but anyways, go get go get all of that and uh, you should try out Fountain, uh, the podcast app because it has all of the boosts built in for mm-hmm. podcasting 2.0 and they are so as you listen, they're streaming uh, or you're earning stats as as you go. They just show up in your wallet, and then you can use those to boost other podcasts like this one, No Agenda, Curry and the Keeper, mm. like just different different shows that are on Podcasting 2.0. So it's very interesting. I'll, I'll send you my referral code if you want to do it because it'll it'll give you like an extra <laughs> an extra amount of stats that you can get. Sure. Um, because you you had said that you heard me on uh, who was it Isaac Weishaupt's podcast? Yes. Who mm-hmm. I think just added Podcasting 2.0. Um, and yeah, I had seen in in one of these apps and I think I sent him three thirty three, you know? Yeah. Which it's like eleven cents or something. Like, like it's not it's not, you know, any significant amount. 
Uh, but then I got, yeah, I didn't realize he read those on his show because I don't actually listen. <laughs> I just really like what he does and I really enjoyed his books. So. Yeah, he, he read it on the show and I was like, oh, okay. I only listened to him. What if- did I, did I say anything? Did I say a note of any kind? I, I don't, I don't think so. Because I've boosted, sure. uh, I've boosted, um, um, Curry and the Keeper, which he's read on the show. Mm-hmm. And I've boosted, uh, um, Bowl After Bowl, which is Sir Spencer and Dame DeLorean from, uh, no agendas network. They have mm-hmm. a podcast and I, and I've boosted them before too. Oh, and I've boosted uh, the guys that took over for Adam and John that one Sunday. Um Millennial Media Offensive. Mm-hmm. Uh I've boosted them before too. What Sunday was that? They it was it was one where they took a day off. They they just had Oh, you're talking about it on the live stream? On the live stream. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um it's a decent show. They I don't I don't I haven't listened to quite a number of episodes because I've got so much other stuff to listen to. Uh, it felt like they really needed to find their groove with being a clip show. It didn't seem, you know, I mean, obviously, because the format is basically just like doing Jitta, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, a decent format, but you really, you know, Adam and John are super tight, man. Yeah. I mean, they, y- y- you're not going to get tighter than that in terms of a podcast, but for these other things that are like radio shows that they're putting on podcasts. Even the, um, when they have their disagreements or John stops paying attention for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> so every episode. <laughs> well, that I that I think that's built in a shtick. Uh potential. Well, they handle it like it. That's the thing. Yes. It's, it's so seamless that you wouldn't know. That's, you wouldn't well, know if it was that's a, that's part of it. Is I yeah. I think they han- tend to handle those types of situations. And like I said, that's a tightness that only comes with doing that number of episodes together. Yeah. So but you know, they they're putting their honest foot forward and you know, Adam and John can't do it forever, I'm sure. So uh, best of luck to them, and I have boosted them before. All that to say, podcasting 2.0, we're enabled. We do chapters. Sometimes I put links in there if I mention certain websites or certain YouTube videos, things like that, uh, because it's super handy and it just pops up on the screen as you go. Like it's really, it's it, it's an interactive thing that you can look at. You don't have to, um, or you can go back and look at it, and then and then the boost, man. Yeah, they just show up and and we can see them. We can rate them. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I guess that's just about it. Check out uh, other podcasts besides the one we talked about, The Hango Show, Tripod South. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. did a guest appearance on there. Um, it was a good talk. Like I said, de- decent episode. Yeah. But for the denial of the deity of Jesus Christ and a laundry Brother. list of reasons not to go to church that were Reddit tier level. Okay. Uh, no, it was a great episode other than that. Yeah. I really... I... <laughs> and of course, Aaron's podcast, what is that called? I Have the High Ground. Yeah. I Have the High Ground. Yeah. I think they're they're on like their second one this year now, or third really picking it up yep all right well that's it man thanks for listening everybody out there in audio land please clap whatever you say liberal okay okay liberal yeah live whatever you say liberal okay okay liberal yeah live whatever you say liberal okay okay liberal this has been a production of tripod broadcasting